Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time being so serious. Idiots. Happy New Year! Oh my god, hello and welcome to Roller Coasting. I'm your host, Megano, and this is officially the first podcast episode of 2022. The first of many. This is actually going to be my first full year of podcasting. How bloody exciting is that? So thanks very much for joining, guys. So we've turned a fresh page. It's New Year. It's currently the 3rd of Jan, and New Year for me. I personally like it. I like it because I have new goals, but same old me. I don't see it as like, right, I'm going to be a different person this year. Defo's not. If you listen to the last episode, you'll know that I had a pretty good 2021. So if this year goes anything similar to what last year was, then I'm going to be one happy lady. But I do genuinely like New Year. I see it as like a wee kick of motivation. And after this festive period, that's really what I need. Like two weeks of literally eating everything in sight. Like not even because I want to, just because it's there. Drinking far too much, no routine, not being active. I eventually start to feel like a big slug. So I needed a wee kick up the ass and that's what a new year is for me. So today I thought it would be relevant to talk to you about some new year resolutions. I'm going to tell you all about mine. I actually do have quite a lot but I'm going to go through them all and also over on the at rollercoaster podcast Instagram I wanted to get my wee listeners involved so I popped up a question box and said let me know your resolutions so I can discuss them as well as mine just in case you're a wee bit stuck for any and maybe this will give you some inspo some ideas but also if you don't have any that's fine I think we do put all a bit of pressure on these new year's resolutions but when you hear mine you'll realise they may be quite daft but anyway let's get into it so resolution number one right I actually did write this one down pre-incident that I'm going to tell you about um I started writing these down like 
a few days before New Year's Eve. So the first one I wrote down was keep on top of toenails. So what I meant by that is I wanted to start getting like my gel toenails done like every three weeks because the wee place that I go to to get my toenails done which is dead local actually it's right next to my high school it's 15 pounds to get them off and on again like that is an absolute bargain and I I definitely could budget 15 pound every three weeks if it means having some gorgeous toenails because I've often got my toes out that sounds a bit weird no I mean like see for pictures like if I'm wearing heels or I'm doing like a fake tan picture like my feet are often on show and see when you've got like mad ugly crusty no crusty is a bad word I don't ever have crusty toenails but like undone toenails it's just it's just really not a vibe so I thought right new year new bitch I'm gonna have some gorgeous toenails that was all well and good I went on new year's eve and I thought start as you mean to go on me and my mum went and I got some gorgeous lilac toes and I thought, fantastic, here we go. Go out on New Year's Eve. Um, we went to like a house party thing. We hired like an Airbnb. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. Wait, I doubt he's going to listen. Right, moving on. I was at the party celebrating and we Dominique just drops a speaker on my foot. And it was agony. And I knew, because I was steaming by the time this happened, and I actually like fell to the ground in true Megano hiree drama style. And I was like rolling about. And it genuinely was agony. But that's why I knew something was seriously wrong. Because once I dived into a pool and smashed my front teeth off the bottom, and I didn't even feel it because I was that drunk, but I felt this and I knew shit had went down. And I even was so drunk, but so sensible and put a packet of ice on my foot. Like that is that is really sensible. So well done me. Um, but yeah, I think the toe is broke. It's my middle toe on my left foot, and it's black and purple and really really sore. So I do think it's broken, but you can't actually do anything for a broken toe. So I'm not going to waste NHS time with an X-ray because it's only been about three four weeks since my last X-ray. So I'm going to try and lay low for a while in the old A&E department. So anyway, broken toe. And then on the other foot, so my right big toe. Now, here's another story. I'm a hypochondriac, right? And it's actually not a laughing matter. And I'd love to be able to turn it off because it actually consumes me. Like, see, when you believe every single day that you have like a life-threatening illness, it is tiring. And I would love to be able to stop, but I can't. Maybe that could be another resolution, like some sort of therapy or something. Molly actually actually suggested that because of this incident I'm about to tell you about so I noticed like this is maybe like a month or two ago yeah it was it was two months ago because it was near Molly's birthday I'm sure um I noticed that my right big toenail was black like I seen it under my gel and I thought mm, that's not so good so obviously I found myself in Google which is another thing I need to stop. And I've actually not done it since then because, oh my God, it was so traumatic. But anyway, I went on Google and if you Google black toenail, the first thing it tells you is that you have melanoma in your toe. So there I was convincing myself I had melanoma, obviously went to doctors and everything. And they actually told me it was just a bruised toenail and it was going to fall off. So obviously that was really good news. I was glad that was the outcome, but it was really hanging on in there and I was getting them done and it was fine. It wasn't really causing me any pain anymore. So I had high hopes, but I woke up on New Year's Day and my toe got caught in the bed sheets. I was like, oh, looked at it. 
and it was just hanging off it was hanging off like right down in the nail bed like the whole thing is gone there's no nail it's just bald skin and then my mum just yanked it off because it was like digging into my skin and stuff so now I've only actually got eight out of ten functioning toes so if I'm being totally honest with you I really don't see myself going to get these done in eight weeks it's actually quite embarrassing and what am I going to do about that big toe do you get fake toes like fake toenails because where would I even stick it on to it's not like I can do like an acrylic tip it's literally bald there's nothing there it's like a bald head. So moving on to a resolution that is hopefully more achievable. Now, my mum and dad find this hilarious and I just cannot seem to find the humour in it. The next one is to start figure skating lessons. I need a hobby, right? And I would say like YouTube and the podcast, that is a hobby. Like I love doing this. I genuinely look forward to it. But YouTube is also kind of work. And hopefully one day, fingers crossed, guys, the poddy will also be work. So I want something that's just like completely leisure and fun and also something that pushes me physically a wee bit. So I went to Elfengrove at Kelvin Grove. How smart is that, by the way? That marketing team, fantastic work. I went there twice, actually, Eager Beaver in December, and it's basically like a big ice rink in Glasgow. And I have the basic skills. Like, I can actually skate pretty fast. I reckon I'm getting up to about 20 mile per hour, like, pretty speedy. And I'm quite confident. Like, I'm only weary for, like, the first five minutes. I'm a bit like, whoa, wobbly, wobbly. But after, you know, you've got the kind of feel for it, I'm off. I'm like a whippet. And I can glide. I can kind of do fishtails. And most importantly, I can break. So I've got the basic skills. And I actually did do figure skating lessons when I was a wee girl. I don't know what age I was. Definitely not even 10 years old. So... I think their skills are very rusty now but I did do it when I was younger and I remember I really really enjoyed it so that's that's definitely something I actually need to look into today <gasps> wait I'm going to Brayhead for Nando's today so maybe I could inquire because that's where I've done it when I was young let you know how I got on but I'm fascinated by it like watching people ice skate is unbelievable that and contortionists the people who can move their bodies in some funky ways but I would definitely break every single bone in my body if I attempted that so we're going to go for ice skating right now and also guys you know you honestly never know what will happen and one day I might get asked to go and dance on ice and jokes on news when I'm great and news are pish. Also, the costumes, the costumes. So when I done it when I was wee, I don't think I was that good. So I never really had a need to get a costume. It's not like I competed or anything. But honestly, bet your bottom dollar that if I get quite good at this, I will be buying one of those gorgeous dresses. You know, you get like blue ones that look like Elsa from Frozen. And the minute, honestly, if I do like, three or four lessons and I'm enjoying it I'm going to Grieve Sports in town and I'm buying myself a gorgeous pair of white leather ice skating boots I did have them when I was young the deafs wouldn't fit anymore um but I mean it's just something that's calling me I need a hobby I need something that's physically active something that I can really push myself in and I just know figure skating is the one for me I'm really genuinely excited about it my only fear is it's probably all going to be kids like the age I was when I first done it, like eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, and then me, the 23-year-old. 
But I mean, I'm sure I'll have a laugh with them. We've probably got the same... Intellectual levels. To be honest with you. I was also considering dancing. But then I thought, that's such a ready, uh, embarrassing, if you're not from Glasgow. That's really embarrassing if I was shit. Like, how bad would that be? And you need to, like, watch yourself in a mirror. Like, no, I, I quickly was put off that one. As much as I'd love to be a really good dancer, I'm just going to stick to my drunk dancing, I think. But ice skating, oh, I'm ready. Resolution number three on is learn to cook. So I got inspiration from the one and only Emma Chamberlain and she was saying, I'm pretty sure she said she's going to try and do two new recipes a week, but I swear she's like a chef in disguise. So I'm going to do one new recipe per week. At the moment, I am as bad as you can get. I I cannot even make porridge. It explodes all over the microwave or it's just big bits of gloop or it's just pure milk. I'm so, so bad, but it's because I'm lazy. I don't try. I used to dabble a wee bit when I was like really into the gym. Oh, 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 so sorry. (laughs) Um, I used to dabble a bit when I was in the gym, but now like I'm just so, so lazy and so, so bad. So that is something I really, really want to focus on. And I'm getting older, like I could be moving out like next year. And if I was to move out right now, I would die. I cannot cook. So it's important I learn that. So one new recipe a week, I feel like that is really manageable anyone could do that so I'm gonna like google on what's that website good food or something bbc good food or something and just pick something random and hopefully it'll also enable me to try new food like I used to be a really fussy eater up until I was about 18 19 maybe even later than that maybe like 20s really really fussy like it was Honestly, I, I dreaded time like going to my friend's house or even going out for dinner. Like there was very few things I'd actually enjoy and look forward to eating. But recently I've gotten really good and hopefully me learning to cook will lead to me eating even more and really maturing these old taste buds of mine. So that's something I'm really excited to do. And I'm gonna attempt it first of all, maybe Thursday, like in two days time. Wait, what day is it? No, it's Monday. I'm going to attempt it this week. Sorry, this whole new year and Christmas has really thrown me off. I could not, can never tell you what day of the week it is, but we're putting that into action this week and I'm really excited. I will vlog that day. Like I'll do a trying my new year resolutions YouTube video. Also on YouTube, 1k away from 25k. Make sure you're subscribing. Hopefully that resolution is actually then going to help and lead into my next resolution, which is to eat out less. I spend a sickening amount of money on eating out. I don't even know because I don't even want to total it up because I'll be so, so angry at myself. But I do know that a large percentage of my wage goes to eating out and it's just such a waste. Also, like because I eat out so much, it's not even a treat anymore. Like I used to feel like when I'd go to a restaurant like once a week or once a fortnight, it felt like such a treat and such a luxury. Whereas now it's like a habit. I do it all the time and I'm so relying on eating out, which is also why I never cook. Because like I'm always kind of out and about, like if I'm out taking pictures or I don't know, I 
I just I'm always up to something. I don't really know what I do myself, but I'm always out and about, and I'm like, I'll just pop in there and pick up something. Like, I have actually forgotten that normal people do cook their own meals. Like, normal people do not eat out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. It's not a good habit. It's not affordable. It's not maintainable. It must stop. So we're putting a stop to that. I like naturally I am probably going to eat out more than the average person because I don't like working in an office or anything. It's not like I can prep my lunch and take it out. Like where would I heat that up if I'm out taking photos? I don't have microwaves out in the street. So naturally I probably will eat out a wee bit more than the ideal amount. But we need to chop it down. We must chop it down, I say, as I'm going out for Nando's. But that is socialising tonight. I must stop going out on my own. That's what we need to do. Yes, we are going to be a culinary culinary queen. Yep. Resolution numero five is to save more money. So my mum and dad are like, you spend so much on clothes and shoes and bags, blah, 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 blah. And that is correct. But as weird as it might sound, that is honestly part of my job. Like if I'm not posting new outfits on Instagram, then people like won't be interested and I wouldn't really be much of a blogger anymore. So I actually do need to keep buying stuff. Um, and I budget that into like, I feel like that's like an expense for me like that is just part of my job like you couldn't be a racing car driver without a race car do you know what I mean so I'm gonna have to continue with that I'm afraid but I need to try and make more of like a conscious effort to save like when I get paid I always put like a big chunk into my savings and then come the end of the month I've taken it all back out again like I need to realize that savings is something that I put things into and I don't take out of it again until I actually need to and there's a valid reason I don't just dip into it so I can go to Nando's like that needs to stop also like I am so bad for just buying a lot of shit like I'm one of those people who just get sucked into paper chase like see before Christmas I must have spent at least a hundred pounds on utter shit like tree decorations wrapping paper cards like I really could just go to a cheaper shop and buy that kind of stuff like that is not necessary I really do get sucked into like these random shops and just buy stuff that I really really do not need so I'm going to try keep an eye on the unnecessary spending and I might actually try this month like note down what it is I actually need to spend like things that are necessary like fuel phone bill car bill what other other bills I pay gym membership like those are things that I need to pay for but when I'm spending money on all my eating out or just picking up shit that I do not need dust collectors I need to keep an eye on that and try and chomp down but I'm honestly a big advocate is that the word for you know you work hard so make sure you play hard as well money is there to be spent but not willy-nilly because you do need that to also live your life in the bigger picture so we're definitely going to save more money this year hopefully (laughs) so the next one is a bit of an odd one and I didn't really know if I should tell you this but why not use my best friends now so hello so the next one is get better at replying to dms and this is inevitable that I'm going to miss some right like not to toot my own horn or try to make myself sound like Kim Kardashian but I do actually have 
quite a lot of DMs, as I'm sure any other influencer would. And naturally, I will miss them because, oh my God, they get clogged up with weird, creepy sugar daddies asking for my tights or feet pictures. Trust me, don't want a picture of my feet right now. Or there's these like annoying bots that put you in these mad engagement groups. Like, please kindly piss off. So anyway, I will naturally miss some because there's some weird DMs in there clogging things up. But this is going to sound silly, but I actually get like a bit anxious over my DMs for a couple of reasons. Like sometimes if I go on and I can see there's like a lot, I get like really overwhelmed and I think, oh my God, I'm never going to get through these. Like it's not fair that I reply to some people, not other people. Or sometimes I'm just like, oh, there's far too much. I simply don't have the time and it puts me off opening them. Which, saying it out loud, sounds absolutely ridiculous, but I can't explain why that happens. And secondly, because there was a period where I experienced like a lot of trolling or hate and hateful DMs and death wishes, like I do also have a genuine fear of opening messages because I'm like, what is going to be in that? And I know the impact these negative messages have on my mental health so there is a wee bit of scarring left over from that period of life but on the other hand I'm literally just ruining it for myself like the messages that I do open some of the messages I do see are literally amazing like the things people say to me like I actually need to print it off and put it on my wall for when I'm having a bad day it's actually crazy like I can't believe people take the time and effort to sit and type up this lovely kind paragraph and send it to me who is a complete stranger to them like that is mind-blowing and those kind of messages make me feel on top of the world and they motivate me they keep me going and also it's really rude of someone who's taking the time out and I just don't reply like hate that for me so yeah I really really need to get better at that also it's really silly because I actually miss out on opportunities for myself like some of my favorite brands DM me and I don't see it till months later because I'm having one of those episodes where I'm too scared to check my DMs like it is actually really really silly so moving forward I'm going to dedicate like a wee 20 minutes 30 minutes a day to going through my DMs so if I've ever patched you I genuinely I'm really really sorry it could be for a few reasons it could generally be your message got lost amongst these stupid messages that people need to stop sending me or I also was having a bit of a rocky phase where I was just genuinely too scared to look do you know what I'm too scared to look my request box and a lot of messages go into there I don't really know what that means or why but that's where a lot of messages go but from that time in my life where I was getting a lot of hate that request box really destroyed my life for quite some time so I have PTSD to be honest checking that box um but yeah we need to go over that you know we're grown up and there's so many many lovely people out there who I appreciate so so much and I want to be able to thank you and I want to talk to you guys so yeah we need to get better at that do you know what do you know what I'm literally so silly I forget that on the roller coaster podcast page people message that so we really need to get better at that but that's genuinely just me being stupid and thinking people only message my Megano Welsh page so I'm going to get better at it please give me another chance and please accept my apologies if I've ever patched your message I'm very sorry next new year's resolution 
or not even really, to be honest, but I've wrote down dry January. <gasps> but I won't actually be annoyed if I slip up. Then that just sounds ridiculous, I know. But I'm not doing dry January because I need to like prove to myself that I can go a month without alcohol. Like I know I can, but I more so wanted to do it because I just want to feel fresh for a month. Like I want to be able to wake up every single day feeling good, apart from if I get like some sort of sickness bud bug or God forbid I get COVID. I want to be able to wake up, feel fresh, feel productive and just enjoy every day instead of having days like the first of the other day where I just felt like utter shit and I had a broken toe and one toenail hanging off. I'd rather have less of those days this month. But that being said, if good plans come up, like I can't say no because, you know, we need to live life to the fullest. You don't know what's around the corner. So if good plans come up, go do them. So we're kind of attempting dry January. I feel like it might be easier right now because in Scotland we've taken a wee step back again with the rules. So there's like no big events or anything on right now and I think there's like limits on the pub and stuff. So it probably will be a bit easier to do dry January but come February oh my god I'm ready to rock but yeah I think it'll be good just to have a good fresh start this month on this year even get working, feel motivated, get back into some sort of routine. But again, if there's any good plans, please do invite me still. Oh, our next resolution is one I feel very, very strongly, very passionate about. And that is to try grow some hair. So basically, if you don't know me, if you do know me, you'll know about this because I cry about it all the time. But basically... I bleached my hair from the age of 16 until 22. Yeah, 22. So I bleached my hair for, what is that, six years? Oh my God, great maths though. Bleached my hair for six years and I mean like I was bleaching it from the root. Like I'd get a bleach tint. So just bleach painted all over my scalp, all over every strand of hair, burning it alive. So I'd done that for six years. I also didn't even try remotely to take care of it whilst I was bleaching it. I'd do a hair mask like once a year, didn't even know what heat protectant was, would straighten the life out of it. And then I stopped bleaching it because I noticed it was all snapping off. It was so, so bad. And I went brown, which I'm obviously brown now. Done that like back in March um, and it's just not been getting any better and I was like what is going on I've stopped bleaching it it's actually getting worse so then I found out after loads of blood tests blah 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 I'm like anemic like slightly anemic have like a really bad iron deficiency and that causes your hair to like be really thin or fall out so that was another problem and then unknown to me I'm just waving my hair because I'm really unskilled at doing my hair like how people curl their hair god knows you are some kind of wizard if you can work a curling tongue you're even more of a wizard if you can curl your hair with straighteners that is some Bermuda triangle shit so anyway can't do my hair the only thing I can actually do is wave it like I always do like those kind of mermaid waves Anyway, I liked my hair like that because it's like big, it's like fun. And then my hairdresser was like, I think that is why your hair is still snapping even though it's brown. So now I've been completely barred from using those, which has really upset me because I really miss doing that hairstyle. But yeah, it's just all snapped off. My hair, like my actual real hair, 
literally goes to like my ears if that I have lots of extensions in which is why whenever I say my hair's F-U-C-K-E-D did I spell that right? Whenever I say that, people are like, you're joking. Look at the length of your hair. I'm like, this is obviously fake. This is somebody else's hair I'm wearing. Thank God to that person who gave me their hair because I'd be really miserable without you. I have honestly very little hair. It's really, really bad. And in all seriousness, like I laugh about it, but it does get me really, really down. Like, See, when I have my extensions out, I didn't even go to the KFC drive-thru. I wanted the rice box so, so badly and I was crying at my mum with my hood up. I wouldn't even let my mum see my hair. And I was like, I can't even go to the drive-thru. My mum was like, get over yourself. But seriously, it, it really gets you down. It is, it is such a shame how much confidence your hair actually gives you. So I have actually been trying like the past like six months or what. I have been putting some effort into trying to save or rejuvenate my hair but I feel like this year I really really need to try like really hard get a good strict routine going even invest a wee bit in hair care because your hair you know that is something that's important and I really really want it to come back so I got Hocus Pocus hair growth vitamins Um, I've been using them for like a few weeks now my friend Jade used them and she said they like worked wonders so you know fingers crossed toes crossed hoping for the same outcome Um, Olaplex yeah I use that sometimes I've got it in right now I've had it in for hours today I'm expecting big things when I wash this but I think I'm going to buy like a wee bit more but it's actual daylight robbery if that doesn't work I'm requesting a refund so bloody expensive and yeah I'm trying to use less heat on it use heat protectant when I am using heat if anyone's got any advice please let me know I also should start taking iron like supplements basically I'm supposed to be on iron tablets every day for the rest of my life but because I have IBS oh my god it causes an absolute rumble in the jumble in my tummy I just I physically can't take them I took them once and I didn't shit for like six days like that is not healthy um so I can't take those I did get the B12 jag like off my own back because like, I was one point off being allowed it from the NHS whatever that means so I got it on my own back and Hopefully that'll help, but mm, who knows? I'm really running out of hope. If anyone's got any suggestions on how I can bring some hair back to my scalp, I'd really, really appreciate it. Hopefully this time next year, I'm going to be like Rapunzel. Jesus, Joni, there's more. I really have set out myself quite a lot of resolutions here, but the next one is to go to the gym three times a week. And this isn't even coming from a place of I need to lose weight, I need to get in shape, I need to get abs. I can actually say finally that I'm actually I'm actually quite positive about my body image and I will actually do a separate episode because I feel like I've been on a real journey like most of my life to be honest. It's something that I really did struggle with at certain points but for the like the past six months seven months I've actually not bothered about my body shape at all it's the most um what's that word complacent no I don't think that's the word it's the most happiest I've been with like my body shape I, I honestly can say I really don't give it much thought but the gym is such a positive thing for so many reasons as I'm sure we're all aware so I want to be on three times a week firstly because I go to David Lloyd and it's like 93 pound a month that's bonkers how they get away with charging that I don't know and why I pay it 
I also don't know. But anyway, I do. So I really need to be making use of that thing or else I'm just burning a hole in the bank for no goddamn... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Reason. So anyway, we're going to go at least three times a week. Um, but the gym does just make you feel amazing. Like if I go... I tend to go in the morning, that's what I kind of prefer. And it makes me feel like from an early hour in the day, I've already accomplished something. Like, even if I don't do anything else worthwhile that day, I can say, well, I went to the gym this morning and I'm proud of that and I feel good because of that. Um, Mentally, the gym is unreal. Like, if you go, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling sad, worried, if you go to the gym, it just clears your mind for that half hour or hour, however long you decide to go for. I also go to boxing, like, I have a boxing PT and I would recommend this to anyone like not even going to a PT you could go to a wee class which I'm going to start doing with some of the girls next week which is literally a couple of pound and boxing like is so good for like getting your emotions out like oh it's it's really really good it's a good stress reliever and again you feel amazing after it because it is quite like an intense workout so yeah three times a week I'm not going to push myself like back in the day when I was like weirdly unhealthily obsessed with the gym I was like I need to be going six times a week now I couldn't even picture going six times a week like that is if you want to do that and you enjoy that go for it but for me that was like forcing myself it was not enjoyable it wasn't healthy and I'd get so angry at myself if I didn't go it really wasn't good three times a week I think is more than enough um if I go more amazing but if I go three times a week I'll be chuffed I'll be really pleased with that so I'm excited to get back into the gym have some routine let off some steam and if you know what if I find some abs along the way I won't complain you'll be glad to know we're nearly at the finish line with my new year resolutions and then we'll move on to your guys new year's resolutions but my next one is to do lots of charity work slash volunteering. So Girlies Are Out, if you don't know what that is yet, that is Molly and I's, not really sure what you would call it, but like charity fundraising business kind of thing. We've only done one event, so we're definitely like finding our feet at the moment. It's still a wee baby, but hopefully this year it's going to grow and it's going to flourish. But our event that we hosted in December was such a success we raised so much money I'll be able to give you the final total very soon hopefully um so that made me feel 
proud and I felt like I'd really done my bit to help with such an amazing charity but I want that to keep going I want that to snowball effect because it makes me feel so good like I'm very very privileged with the life I live and I'm so aware of it I'm so grateful I'm so appreciative but that like really isn't enough like I need to then use like my privilege to help those who aren't so fortunate and that's something that makes me feel really good it's really rewarding so that's something I obviously want to continue doing so girlies are out there's a lot more hopefully if COVID drills don't get in the way where that came from and I'm sure we'll raise even more money this year which is like the loveliest fault ever but also I want to like personally help people like I want to not only give money to someone to help someone but I want to me to actually help someone like one-on-one so just before Christmas there I done my first session or volunteering with this charity called Kindness they're based in Glasgow City Centre it's a homeless charity basically they set up like kind of tables with loads of hot food and socks gloves hats blankets all that kind of stuff so that anyone who is homeless in town can come up and grab what they need and hopefully that will make living on the street a wee bit easier obviously god it doesn't take away from how horrible that must be but I suppose it's a bit of a helping hand but what I've done instead of like working at the table I walked around with my friend Ryan who is oh my god one of life's kind of souls and we walked around with some other people volunteering actually going around town ourselves with a big trolley full of food and oh my god it was so lovely to see like Greg's, DiMaggio's, um, there's so many other places can't even remember they all donate their food at the end of the night and we get to go and give that out to people who maybe don't want to leave their spot or maybe feel too embarrassed to come up to the tables Um, so it's amazing you get to go around and really help out people and it was such like oh my god it was I was finding it really tough at some points I did shed a few tears as I'm sure you can imagine but when I came away from it as much as I felt like shit knowing that that was happening literally on my doorstep I also felt like happy with myself that I'd actually went out and helped and oh my god these people are so grateful oh it it really does break your heart but you know what I'm better helping than not helping so much more kindness this year um, and anything else I can get involved in and something I really really want to accomplish this year is jumping out a plane me and my dad have said it for the longest time we'd both love to skydive and what better reason to do it than for a charity so hopefully that's something I can do this year I'll need to go on that now because I think like the kind of best time to do it would be spring summer obviously so yeah hopefully we can get involved in that if anybody knows where I could do that like in Scotland if that's an option or if I need to go to England or something please hit me up because that's something I really really want to do Next one is a nice wee easy one, nice happy one, is to take more videos of happy moments. So when I made, I made like two TikToks, everyone was doing them, those trends where it's like, thank you for the hit. No, wait, I didn't even do that one. I done, um, oh, it's like an Adele song. Go eat. No, I'm going to stop. Anyway, there was like these two songs and you like mash up all your videos of 2021 and it's like a wee short happy film. And when I watched those back, I had 
tears in my eyes like I was like there's no way that's my life and it reminded me even more of how fun and how joyous my life is so I want to take happy happy videos all year round so I can make like 20,000 of those next year because they're the nicest things nicest things ever to watch if you're ever having a dull day you can put that on and you're like right good days are coming so plenty more of those all my friends all my family love a good mushy memory okay and my last new year's resolution is to fix my sleeping pattern I used to have a really good sleeping pattern like when I was working like part-time still because I was in the office three, three days a week I was used to like going to bed at a decent time getting up early and it just kind of followed through onto like my four days off whereas now because I'm like working for myself or whatever I'm staying up to like 12 one in the morning and then I'm getting up I, nor, I never sleep past nine like I never let myself and I normally get up at eight but I'm like deprived of sleep no wait 12 till eight that's pretty good that's like eight hours surely hmm anyway recently because of the holidays I've just been so bad and because I stayed out so late on New Year's Eve I'm like done in so I really need to fix that I want to start falling asleep for like 11 at the latest and I want to be getting up at eight at the very latest maybe seven because I love the mornings I'm so productive in the mornings um yeah don't like sleeping in I feel like a slob when I do it so fix the sleeping pattern sleep is so important for prolonging your life so yeah we're going to shut our eyes way more so that we have a lot more time left on this planet okay okay so those are my new year's resolutions I'd say they're all quite light-hearted nothing too serious because the thing is with new year's resolutions if you like aim really really high and maybe like a wee bit unrealistically like you can be left feeling a bit deflated if you don't accomplish it so I would say if you are wanting to make new year's resolutions if you don't that's absolutely fine but if you do fancy it make them kind of realistic not too hard things to accomplish so that you're not left feeling a wee bit down in the dumps if you don't manage but also aim high who am I to tell you not to aim high reach for the stars and if you fall you'll land in the clouds so now we're going to move on to my listeners or my roller coaster riders um new year's resolutions as i said i popped up a wee question box over on the at roller coaster podcast insta page and oh my god so many of you replied so thank you so much for getting involved i was a wee bit nervous i was going to have to like google some or something but no a lot of you replied so i'm going to go through a few of them give you some inspo give you my thoughts okay okay let's get going so the first one I've noted down here is stop relying on others and be more independent. I love this one. I feel like that's something I really put into place last year, like 2021. I used to be not reliant, like there's so many different reasons you could rely on people, like maybe financially, maybe for company, maybe to go out in public. Like there's so many different reasons you might need someone there. And I used to be someone who was like, always needed company couldn't be alone wouldn't go and do things my own wouldn't go to a restaurant alone which I know is quite a daunting thought so that's fine if you need company for that but this year I have learned to be independent I feel really independent like I don't have to rely, 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 rely. okay 
start again I don't have to rely on anyone for anything really like I know that I'm confident going out and doing things on my own I can spend time on my own I can pay for things on my own and it does make you feel great you feel really mature and more confident in yourself if you are independent but like I wouldn't put like massive pressure on it like we all grow up at different rates and we get more mature at different rates like I'm 23 nearly 24 so don't feel like oh my god I need to be independent right now it's definitely like a learning curve and something you need to work on but you go girl independent bitch you're not a bitch I need to stop saying that our next one is to speak up more I forever bottle everything up to myself oh my god really really do suggest you tackle this one I have Ever since I was like, my whole adult life, I would say I have been a speaker upper, pure good English there. But when I was young, I used to bottle everything up and maybe like in high school, I'd bottle things up because I was too scared to speak out or say my opinion or if someone was being a bitch to me, I'd just let them. And then one day I was like, why am I doing this? Speak out. And some of my friends are like that. Some people will like bottle things up and it then it festers and it like grows arms and legs and you're overthinking it and it becomes a bigger issue. Honestly, the best thing you can do any small inconvenience is say it to someone you don't have to go and announce it to the world on social media or announce it in a group chat but if you speak to someone a problem shared is a problem halved you will definitely feel better if you speak to at least one person about it and then it's off your chest and you can then come to a conclusion so a hundred percent work on that this year and you're going to feel so so good for it our next one is to spend more time outdoors you know what sis I might join you on this one I love going to walk like through lockdown that was like the only thing you could do so I was constantly going walks listening to podcasts listening to playlists and I felt great for it like honestly just going like (sighs) out in the fresh air was that like ASMR (laughs) Um, going out in the fresh air taking a big deep breath feeling like the cold air on your face or the warm air if it's summer it honestly feels amazing it clears your mind you're doing some exercise you're being physical it's such a good thing I actually did climb a hill once which was so out of character wouldn't rush back into it it's just not a scene at all but it was great to spend time outside I went with my friends it was an enjoyable experience being outdoors is great being stuck indoors I don't think it's good for you in any way shape or form that's why I really really struggled with isolation when I had COVID so yeah getting outdoors very important I'm going to join you in this one doll I'm going to make sure I go walk every day so maybe I'll bump into you our next one is wear nice clothes now I this might shock some people because obviously I post like well a matter of opinion but I do try to post like nice outfits on Instagram or what but I honestly need to join you in this one and I don't mean as in wear designer clothes or wear expensive clothes like there's some days like today where I wake up and I'm in one of those moods where I'm not going to do my hair I'm not going to do my makeup I do not care who sees me looking like this but I get up and shove on a awful outfit like I literally just pick the first thing I see it doesn't even remotely go it's not even comfortable I just shove it on because I'm in one of those moods where I'm like oh fuck it I need to stop that and 
like there's nothing wrong with wearing comfy clothes that's all I ever wear but I could at least get up and put on the matching joggies to the matching hoodie or a nice wee crop top with the joggies or a big jumper and some nice leggings like I don't know why I purposefully dress like shit sometimes because then it makes me feel like shit I feel like a mess I feel untidy but I'm like oh well who cares it's a really strange attitude so I'm going to join you and I'm going to say I am going to at least try and put on some sort of semi-coordinating outfit every day because it does make you feel more put together and it makes you feel more proud of yourself it it is a nice satisfying feeling so I'll join you our next one is look after myself so that's kind of similar to the last and oh my god can't can't recommend this enough and I was actually listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast the other day and she was speaking about times where she's maybe had like a depressive episode or what and she really struggles to get in the shower or brush her teeth and my heart actually sank like I'm very fortunate to say I've never gotten to that point where those things have become such an impossible task and I know like when I wake up in the morning like see because I wear retainers to bed and I I swear it gives you oh my god jobby breath it's actual honking I wake up and the first thing I can't wait to do is to brush my teeth jump in a shower moisturize put deodorant on spray a wee spritz of perfume or body spray and I instantly feel like a million bucks and I it really breaks my heart to think some people struggle to do that because I know it's not like a personal choice like I'm sure ideally everyone would love to feel clean and feel fresh but it's so sad to think there's people who mentally just feel like they can't do that that is honestly heartbreaking and Emma was saying in her podcast why am I pure being Emma Chamberlain here but she was saying like maybe set like alarms and there's ways to try and help you come out of that and help you do these things that ultimately are going to make you feel better so I would listen to Emma's podcast if that's something you're kind of suffering with I'm probably not the best person don't really have great advice on that one but listen to Emma's podcast because she was talking a lot of sense and you will feel amazing you will you will feel clean you'll feel fresh you'll feel ready to tackle the day so definitely do that though you're going to feel like a million bucks okay love this one get my first tattoo you go girl or boy go girl or boy oh my god I just love tattoos so much and people are so quick to judge like my mum and dad are like not another one and it's something that I genuinely get like excitement and joy out of so when people are giving you these like negative opinions I'm like gonna not rain on my parade like I'm sorry this isn't suiting you but it's making me happy so please allow me to enjoy this if I'm not out breaking the law leave me alone get your first tattoo definitely have a good think about it I have rushed into some and I definitely don't regret any I don't think I'm ever going to regret any but definitely spend some time on it make sure it's something you love try and give it some meaning if you can I mean loads of mine don't have meaning like I have baby Yoda on my foot so I don't know what bible I'm trying to preach from but think about it make sure it's something you love and go get it and enjoy every minute Please buy numbing cream if you're a wimp like me because it is agony. I won't beat around the bush. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But definitely go get your first tattoo. Fall in love with it and feel like a bad bitch. Our next one is remove myself from social media for my own mental health. I need to stop comparing myself. The, the really admirable thing about this is you're doing something 
for your own mental health. You're addressing an issue that's making you feel like shit and you have plans to remove that issue. So well done you. It, it weirdly is so hard to come off of social media. I had to do it at one point for my mental health as well. And it seems so difficult and I genuinely don't know why. Like I know as a generation, we're all quite obsessed with social media, myself included, myself probably one of the top ones in the obsessed scale. But like, it's not the be all and end all. Like Life does go on after social media. You can still see people in person as long as there's no national breakdowns, national lockdowns mental breakdowns for me um you can still see people in person you can still pick up the phone you can still text you don't need instagram twitter tiktok you don't need that to live your life it's just something that we've all fallen into the habit of but if you need to come off that to do it for your mental health a hundred percent do it and you're going to thank yourself for it so much and you might be like me like I came off it for a few weeks and or there was one platform I came off for like a good month or two and eventually I was able to go back onto it and what to do is fix your feed like say there comes a point where you think right I'm maybe ready to go back on Instagram fix your feed don't follow pages that make you feel shit or make you feel unmotivated or you find yourself comparing caring yourself to these other people on social media fix your feed and follow things that make you feel good make you feel excited I I love Instagram yeah the odd person maybe I'm having a bad time or like for me something I do is like compare myself to other influencers and I'm like oh I'm so shit my pictures are rubbish my following's not growing I of course get those moments quite frequently but Whenever I start to feel like that, I come off and I just focus on myself. I stop looking and fantasizing over everyone else's lives and I focus on my own and I focus on the good bits of my life and I push myself to continue working hard and I instantly feel better. So you do that doll and you're going to feel great. Our next one is to not get the fear after a night out and remember everyone is embarrassing. Oh my God, yeah. Like, I'm quite lucky. I don't often get the fear after a night out. I have had it and sometimes I've had it bad. Like, I feel like I'm shaking the next day. I can't concentrate on anything else. I'm scared of looking at my phone. When you get it, it's awful and it takes away from like the fun night out that you've had. But you're so right in remembering that when everyone has a drink, they get a wee bit silly. We all do embarrassing things when we're drunk. You are definitely not the only person who's made an arse of themselves that night. That is just an absolute fact. And see if you're not out there causing harm and you're not being violent or aggressive, then why would you have the fear? If you've been out and you've fallen over or you've been sick or you've talked absolute jargon, don't don't have the fear about that. Just laugh it off. And if you don't feel good after it next time, maybe just limit your drinks and don't let yourself get so drunk. Don't let yourself be anxious over it and don't don't waste any more of your time thinking about it. Like honestly, nights out are nights out and the the high chance is nobody even remembers what you were up to. I can honestly say I do not remember anyone's behaviour the next morning because I've just been white girl wasted. So yeah, don't get the fear. Enjoy your nights out. There's something fun. There's something positive. And don't let those worrying anxious thoughts take away from your fun night out. Oh, this is one I've done before. Take my own lunches to work. Something so simple, but so 
good and so rewarding when I used to work in an office I would always take my own lunch in and it was quite fun like prepping the night before and if you buy yourself like a cute wee lunch box and lunch bag some people might look at you weird if you're like in your 20s with a lunch bag but fuck it I had such a nice one what was mine again uh oh oh so nice I can't even remember it it was dead cute. It was definitely a kid's one though. Um, but yeah, get yourself like a cute wee lunch bag, like Tupperware, make yourself something nice. Like when you go out, when you work in an office or wherever you work and you eat out lunch every day, that is burning a hole in your bank. And also like me, when you eat out too much, it's not even enjoyable. It's not a treat. You get used to all these like greasy snack vans around you or you empty the shelves at Greg's every day and it's no longer enjoyable. So even treat yourself like when I worked in an office, I would take my lunch in Monday to Thursday and then treat myself on a Friday. So do something like that. But yeah, taking your lunch in, you will never look back. Honestly, you'll feel great. Oh my God, here's one I could take some inspo from. Morning stretches to get into the full splits. I should definitely do this. So I, when I'm drunk, love to do the splits. And I mean, jump up in the air and land in the splits. Like the fact I still have two working legs and a functioning groin is a miracle. I, I cannot do the splits sober. I can only do it drunk because that adrenaline just, whoa, splits those legs apart. But I do wake up with like, my groins actually like inflate. Like they become so big that it looks as if I've like put on a bit of weight in my thighs. They're so big, like these big balls. Oh, that sounds weird. They're, it's just it's just not a good look. And it is a very, very sore. Like even trying to get out of bed in the morning becomes mission impossible. Oh, that was like an almost burp, but it didn't like amount to anything. So I might join you because clearly I'm never going to stop doing the splits on a night out. But if I'm stretching every morning, it will naturally become a wee bit easier, a wee bit loosey-goosey up there. And hopefully I'll stop being in much pain. So thanks for that. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to copy you there. Our next one is stick to writing in my diary and planner. I cannot recommend this enough. Last year was the first year that I started doing that and I'm obsessed. I'm a diary slash planner wanker. I I actually could not live my life without. There was a period there when like festivals and stuff were going on and I was just like out all the time. I kind of abandoned my diary and planner and they got a wee bit dusty. And honestly, I felt like my life was crumbling. I didn't know my left from right. I was like, I have no structure. I'm not organised. I need my paper, diary and planner back in my life. And it honestly, it just helps structure your day. Even if you write in at like 8am, wake up. 9am, have breakfast. Even if you write the simplest of things in it, it does really make you feel like you've accomplished something when you look at your wee list and you're like, I've done that, I've done that. Like, write the daftest of things in it. It'll just make you feel really good. It'll make you stay really on track. And if you are like Dory and me, who doesn't have a memory, it's great. Like, I always forget to do things like going to the post office. Oh, oh my God, I never remember to go. So when I've wrote it in my planner or diary, I go. I get things done that I just wouldn't get done otherwise. So I really recommend it. It's actually fun. I find it therapeutic. I love having something to write in my diary or planner. So definitely get involved in that and be a diary or planner wanker like me. 
Oh, I feel really bad because there's actually a lot of replies here, which I'm very grateful for. Thank you so much for getting involved, guys. But I'm just going to do one more because, guys, I've actually learned how to see on my laptop how long I've been recording for. And we're currently at 56 minutes and you lot are going to get bored. So we're going to round up with one more. Um, but please get involved again, even if I didn't say yours. I'll try to say it next time. So thanks again for getting involved. Our final one, and one that I think is really important, is learn to say no. I always say yes to everything and exhaust myself. This is such an easy habit to get into. Like, I mean, saying yes. I'm quite like that. When I used to work full time, I was also trying to push the Instagram and YouTube thing and balance my social life. I was saying yes to everything. And like, I was like a zombie. No, I was a corpse. I was going into work, like having no sleep, stressed out my box, forgetting all the plans I'd made. I was just such a yes man. And as much as I wanted to do the things I was being asked to do, like I wanted to go to the plans I was invited to, of course. But there comes a point where you need to say, I am tired I need to go home I need to chill out I need to turn on the tv I need to have a cup of tea I need to have a bubble bath that's what my body needs right now as much as I'd love to come out for dinner and drinks with you I'm gonna need to turn it down it's really really important that you learn to say the big n-o word that is something I definitely struggled with but I would say I can do that now I'm able to turn down plans even if I want to go but because I know that's what my body and brain needs and you'll definitely thank yourself for it and don't just start saying no 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 to everyone and stop making effort for people if you say no to someone say I'm sorry I'm not going to manage on that date but how about we do something next week instead when I'm feeling refreshed and recharged and no one no good person will have an issue with that because they will understand that you need to relax, relax, take it easy. That sounded quite good. Quite excited to hear that back. But yeah, that is us guys on the New Year resolution front. God, we're nearly an hour. Wow, we. Um, yeah, I hope everyone is excited for a new year. See it as like almost like a fresh start, new horizons, new beginnings, who knows what this year is going to hold. That's what I always feel quite excited about. But yeah, don't put too much pressure on these New Year's resolutions. At the end of the day, remember, someone came up with this idea and we just all followed them like sheep. They're really not that important. So do them if you want to, don't if you don't want to. It's not that deep or important. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Also, guys, can I be a wee cheeky bism and ask you to leave a review wherever you're listening, whether that's on Apple, Spotify, Google, please leave a wee review. Um, something I always check and even if you have some constructive criticism, it is welcome because I want roller coasting to do well and I want you guys to ride every single week with me. So I'm definitely going to listen to my wee riders. Okay, thank you. Really appreciate it. And remember to follow the Instagram to make sure you get involved like today's episode. Okie dokie. Thank you so much for joining. I love you guys. I love podcasting. Oh my God, so happy I started this. So excited for the full year ahead with it. And I will see you next week. I love you. Bye-bye. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around so little. And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Boll & Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boll & Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BollAndBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.